0: Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Look to Assyria, once a Lebanon cedar, Beautiful branches, dense shade, towering height, it is top among the clouds. Springs nourished it and deep waters made it grow tall. Their streams flowed around its base, sending their channels to all the trees in the countryside. So it towered high above every other tree of the field. Its boughs grew larger and its branches extended out, nourished by an abundance of water. All the birds of the air nested in its boughs. Under its branches, wild animals gave birth to their young. All the great nations thrived in its shade. It was majestic in its beauty with its spreading boughs, its roots reaching deeply into an abundance of water. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Look to Assyria, once a Lebanon cedar, beautiful branches, dense shade, towering heights. It is top among the clouds. It was majestic in its beauty with its spreading boughs, its roots reaching deeply into an abundance of water. These are beautiful words about a beautiful image we find from the book of Ezekiel. A tree with spreading boughs to offer shade and protection to all nations with roots that go deep into the ground, nourished by unending water. It's reminiscent of the very first psalm, Psalm 1, which says, Happy are those whose delight is in the Lord. They will be like trees planted by streams of water that yield fruit in their season. Their leaves do not wither. Our new worship series starting today and taking us six weeks through the summer is entitled For the Beauty cultivating a life of compassion and contemplation we're going to ask these questions what does it mean for us to train our eyes intentionally on god's beauty how can we as christians go deep in our prayer life stretch our roots into waters that nourish and sustain us we'll engage in ritual practices that will help us do just that to stop to pray center ourselves in God's deep well of love and compassion and justice now at first glance it may seem like this is an inappropriate time to be focusing on beauty about retreating from the world and praying when so much calls out for our voices our action our response to talk about beauty when Over 100,000 people in our country have died of COVID-19 and the pandemic continues. When horrific video footage of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery's murders reveal the deadly effects of racism. To see tear gas dispersed as peaceful protesters demand for justice. The pain and the brutality of our world is acute and it is ugly. Can we sing for the beauty of the earth, for the glory of the skies? Where's the good news of the gospel? We look friends to water. Look to Assyria, once a Lebanon cedar. It was majestic in its beauty with its spreading boughs, its roots reaching deeply into an abundance of water. When we move all the way from Ezekiel to the gospels, We find Jesus' life and teaching drenched literally and metaphorically with water. In the fullness of time, God sent Jesus nurtured in the water of Mary's womb. He was baptized by John in the River Jordan and anointed by the Spirit. He called his disciples to share in his baptism and death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations for the transformation of the world. Our Christian lives, they begin in water. They begin with baptism. Baptism is that outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. When a person is baptized, be that an infant, a child, a teenager, or an adult, that person baptized has their identity forever changed. They are marked as someone whose life is shaped by the baptism and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ as someone who is now called to make disciples for the transformation of the world. In the United Methodist Church, we recite baptismal vows. Uh, If it's an infant or a child too young to answer for themselves, then the parents answer on behalf of the child. If it's a teenager or an adult choosing to be baptized, then they answer these questions. Do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, And repent of your sin? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? When we are marked by the waters of the Christian life, we commit to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. This week, we have seen the evil, injustice, and oppression of racism in our country. Of course, racism and white supremacy have been violent and evil tactics for over 400 years when slavery began on our shores, the foundation of when black lives didn't matter, when native peoples were displaced and the victims of genocide so that Europeans could settle on the land that they wanted. Racism isn't new. And it's not gonna go away in a few weeks either when the protests die down. And yet we do have an urgent question before us this week as individuals and a church community, how will we resist evil, injustice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves now and for the long haul? There isn't one answer, it's a journey it's one as people marked by the good news of the gospel, marked by the waters of Jesus Christ, that we must take. How do we do that? Well, first, those of us who were white must take another cue from our baptismal vows and repent. Do some listening to the voices and experiences of people of color to the suffering and evil and injustice they experience every single day that we do not, and to repent of the ways we've been silent and complicit as individuals, as a church, and then we vow to do better and to be better, to keep listening. As a church community, we'll be exploring ways we can address racial justice, If you have resources to share, you'd like to be part of those conversations, I would love to talk with you. Please, please reach out. We do this together. In fact, uh, Rusty Paul, the mayor of Sandy Springs has called on local faith communities to have conversations about racism in our context and our community and to report back our learnings uh, so that our community, Sandy Springs, can do this work for the long haul. That's not why we're going to have these conversations, but it is good to know that this is going to be a citywide effort and that larger conversations in Sandy Springs are coming. Um, And it's heartening to know that they want people of faith, people of God's love and justice and compassion to be the leaders in these conversations. But none of this is fruitful. None of this is good news to a hurting world if it's not rooted in practices of prayer, contemplation, seeking first the kingdom of God. And that's why dwelling in God's beauty is precisely the right emphasis for this moment. Centering ourselves in God's deep well of love and of justice, nourishing ourselves with God's goodness, listening before we act or speak. Centering ourselves in God's beauty does not remove us from the world. On the contrary, we first center ourselves in God's love and God's vision and God's kingdom so that we are able to retrain our own selfish egos and desires and start to see beauty in the broken world. We realize when we sit with God that we are beautiful, we are God's beloved child. And then we start to see that all of creation is beautiful. We begin to train ourselves to see as God sees, to see the suffering of others, especially when that suffering may not be our own and to bear witness to tears of pain, another sign of holy water. Contemplation leads us to compassion, remembering each and every day that all of creation is sacred that all of God's people are sacred, trains us to speak up, to act out when this isn't being lived in the world around us. To recognize that as a white mother, I never have to worry that my unarmed child could be the victim of murder simply because the color of their skin. We see that God cries out, cries out along with the mothers of Trayvon Martin and Breonna Taylor, of Emmett Till. And we awake out of our complacency. We begin to see and work for that kingdom where everybody feasts together at the heavenly banquet table where nobody is gonna go thirsty again. If we begin to act or to speak without first centering ourselves in prayer and listening for God's word, we risk wrong or even harmful actions. We've gotta pray. We've got to trust in God. We've got to repent and do our own work. Trusting that God is before us and with us and God's kingdom is here and now. This worship series invites us to integrate contemplative practices into our daily lives as a way of opening to God in deeper ways. This will train our spirits for compassion in all things. This week's ritual action centers on water. It's a time of meditative watering. You are invited this week to set a reminder to pour yourself and drink a glass of water and then refill that same glass of water and offer it to some other living thing, another person, pour it out on a plant or a tree or a garden. And as you do so, allow your mind to slow your heart to open, your eyes to drink in your surroundings. You may want to put a note nearby that says, water is life, water your life so that you can water other life for the beauty of the earth. As you do this friends, remember your baptism and be thankful. Work to resist evil, injustice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. And trust and believe with all your beautiful heart that God's justice will roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. May it be so. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.